In chapter 30, although it's a continuation of chapter 29, it very much stands on its own as well. We're talking about certain reflections that could ground a person. But these reflections are different. He says like this, Someone who suffers, Tim Tumalev, remember we said Tim Tumalev is somebody that just cannot get inspired, their heart is not going on fire. This person must also set their heart to fulfill the instruction of our sages, be lowly of spirit before every man. Now, the question is asked, why be humble in front of every single man? Why? Why? Now, the Hebrew language distinguishes between two types of humility. The first is a feeling of inferiority in comparison with others. The second is the absence of self-glorification, even while recognizing one's superiority. The thought that his superior qualities are a God-given gift, and that another human being similarly endowed might in fact have invested them to better advantage. The first type of humility is called shiftless, lowliness. The latter, anivus, humility. Now, the Mishnah doesn't say be anivus, it says shval ruach. You should use the, the, he uses the adjective lowly. So why should I feel lowly than every other man? I mean, that's bad for my self-esteem, right? Um, so this is what Rabbi Schneir Zalman says. He says, when, the, when it says be um, lowly, it doesn't say only act that way. It says actually be it. And when it says in front of everybody, it means literally everybody. So what does that mean? It's based on the premise of what our sages taught us, don't judge your fellow until you're standing in their place. Because literally, it's their place, sometimes their physical environment and sometimes their mental environment that caused them to sin. He says, for example, you're looking at that person, you're saying, wow, look how they failed. That person's livelihood requires them to go about the marketplace all day. And whenever he is not thus engaged, he is of those who sits at street corners. And his eyes see all sorts of temptation, and what the eye sees, the heart desires. Whether it's of financial nature, in other words, they become greedy, they hang around the wrong crowd, or of sexual nature. Additionally, it may be a spiritual place, the nature of his evil impulse that leads him to sin. This evil nature burns like a baker's fiery oven, with incredible intensity, more than a domestic oven. However, it's different if somebody goes just a little bit to the marketplace and most of the day they're at home. Even if he does go about the marketplace all day, it may be that his spiritual place is different. In other words, he's not as passionate by nature and therefore not as greatly tempted. Some people are more lustful than others. Some people are more desirable than others, as in desiring and desirable, but that's not the point of the Tanya desiring than others. The evil impulse is not the same in everyone. One person's nature may be more passionate and the other less so. So it's important to not judge the fellow because you're not in that physical and mental space. You don't know their temptation. You might see the, the, simplicity, the simplistic version of the temptation. Oh, wow, that's what happened. That's how you were tempted. But you don't know how hard it is for them to fight it. So don't judge. Don't judge.